Welcome to another episode of the Dentology podcast where we discuss the business of dentistry. In this podcast series we'll be discussing all the non-clinical aspects of dentistry from goodwill values, finance, marketing, how to buy and sell a dental practice mindset through to where you can invest your money in team management issues. My name is Andy Acton and I'm joined by my co-host Chris Strevens. Let's jump straight into it. Welcome listeners to our next episode of Dentology, the Business of Dentistry podcast. And today we're joined by Dr. Shiraz Khan. Hello, Shiraz. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Very well. Well, thanks for inviting me. How, how, how's uh, life been treating you after lockdown? We've been doing very well. Uh, very good. Well. Very good. Nice to, to see you. We've been to yeah, yeah, we are. We're doing all right, actually. Thank you very much. Brilliant to see you, Shiraz. Thanks for coming. Yes. No, no trouble. No trouble. Now let's get you introduced. So Shiraz is a dentist. He's also the founder of Sculpt Composite, which is a new innovative composite learning platform. He's director of the Young Dentist Association. He's a key opinion leader and also a break dancer. And the break dancing bit, that's an important bit for the discussion we're going to have today, because we're going to talk about the power of exercise. And how this adds to every element of our life. You know, it's your physical health, it's your mental health, it improves your decision-making. And you, Shiraz, obviously you're, you're big in terms of your, your exercise with your breakdancing, but it's a really important part of your life, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, I think, you know, uh, you they say quite openly, don't they, that physical well-being goes hand in hand with mental well-being and um, being able to regularly uh, exercise, whatever it is, get out there and just release endorphins, you know, work the body, get the blood pumping, you know, those sorts of things um, massively increase what I think your aptitude, your ability to cope with stress, your ability to cope with uh, difficult decisions um, things not going your way, but also to cope with the day to day. So for me, physical and mental well-being going the same, or they go hand in hand. Really. And um, yeah, sure, it's a little bit more creative than the routine uh, gym goers out there, etc., which I also do. But um, yeah, it's it's fantastic because it's strangely enjoyable and addictive, really. Mm. And I mean, I mean, now you're 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 a medical scientist, you know, you're a qualified dentist. But when when did it hit you um, that the the physical exercise and, and the link with mental, was that something that came to you quite young when you were a kid? Is it, have you always wanted and you've always kind of looked to say physically sit or as you've become more informed and educated in that subject, you've, it's given an increased importance in your life? Um, that's, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because frankly, I was always active. Uh, I was always into sport. It was at the beginning, it was cricket, then it was football. Then I was playing basketball relatively uh, competitively and all these things. And, um, when did you, know, you start uh, break dancing, Shiraz? So 2007. 2007. Oh, okay. So recently, so, not when you were young. No, 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 no. Really late in the game. No, really late in the game. And all these kids that you see flying around that are like eight years old. I mean, I've got a hope in hell of getting around and getting past them. <laughs> um, so I, I was always into to some form of sport, whatever it may be. And, you know, um, when you're studying in your early teens, late teens, you're always looking forward to the next break, aren't you? You know, oh, break time, oh, let's go play football, let's go play cricket, whatever. Um, I quite enjoyed PE and all those things. And I went to university and um, I was in search of, of being able to still remain physically active. So I went to cricket trials and I got into, I think it was seconds or thirds for, for University of Birmingham, which is kind of mm-hmm. kind of big deal, actually. Decent, um, decent level, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I was really, really honoured. And then, you know, training was 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 a bit too rigorous for my educational timetable. Uh, it just didn't really fit so well. So I was still, I suppose, playing playing or being physically active, playing sport, cricket, football, basketball, whatever it was. But it was around university because ultimately you're there 
you're there for one thing, aren't you? You're there mm. to get your education, get the qualification. And then, um, and then I, I, I sort of um, was like, oh, I'd love how to, I saw someone dancing in, in the town centre of Birmingham. And I was like, I'd love to know how to do, like, like yourselves, right? When you see these moves being done, you're like, well, where do you start with something like mm, that? Yeah, now, yeah. You can't, it's not exactly something you just fall over. Like, oh, guess what? I held myself. You know, there's a, <laughs> there's, although that's what it looks like to many. Um, there's, there's, that's, there's what a it, lot. that's what it can feel like as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Andy Acton knows first hand. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, how, how would you, how would you go about learning that? Went to a session, da, 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 and the rest is really history. But what I what there was there was a turning point in dent in dentistry because I've done a degree before dentistry, which is medical science, um, and uh, finished that. You know, had a year out, soul searching, if you want to call it that, and then went back into dentistry. And my dad was like, <laughs> my dad was like. Yeah, you need to stop that that silly rolling around stuff now, don't you? Really, you, you need to <laughs> chuck it in. You, you've got a professional life ahead of you. You need to. And I was like, and it, 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 this was the moment of reckoning. It was like, Dad, it's because I do that on the side that it allows me to perform in the educational side. And it, it it's like the pin dropped it. And it was probably about two thousand eight nine wow. uh, when that kind of happened. And I was like, oh, so I actually need this mm. to be good at this. Um, and then ever since, I mean, it's always a continuous battle for time. Um, I've heard a, a, a fantastic video from a doctor from the US and he, and he used the analogy, it's like going out with two girlfriends, both hate each other, both know about each other and they're all asking for your time, you know? Um, uh, so it's, it's, it's almost like the perfect analogy for me. Um, but, in always some, but in some ways, the, 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 the breakdancing bit is a very creative, expressive form. And obviously the sort of dentistry you're doing is incredibly creative with a great aesthetic outcome. And it makes you wonder whether there's kind of a, a link between the fact that you're you're creative, but it's just mm. being channeled and delivered in, in, in different ways. I'd love to and see the way Shiraz presents a treatment plan. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty dogmatic. If you know where I work, you know where it's pretty dogmatic. There's a few shapes in it. <laughs> I was just thinking um, that creativity. Yeah, I can do your yeah. teeth like this. All of us. You're giving away all your moves. You're sorry, giving away sorry, all your moves. Yeah. I can see it straight away. Um, yeah, no, I think um, w w with dentistry, um, there's a heavy, there's a heavy, uh, what's the way to put this? There's a heavy focus on it being very scientific. It is very, I mean, it's not a focus. It is mm -hmm. a scientific yeah. field. You said medical science, which which summarize it to a T. I think um, there are elements to be able to express your creativity. Um, and it's, it's, it's exactly that that I need in my life. I need that, you know, I'm the sort of person who needs spontaneity sort of in my life. And the more, as you, as we've been knowing, knowing each other for a long time, Andy, right? It's the more you're doing, the more you're trying to strive to improve and better yourself or whatever, the more funneled your life becomes in terms of yeah. time commitments, in terms of being able to be spontaneous. Oh, I just fancy going to the Cotswolds tomorrow. That, that sort of stuff doesn't really happen. It has to be quite prescriptive. Mm. And then when you get this hour, you get to kind of do what you want and you don't have to think about it in a dogmatic way. I mean, of course, training has a, a systematic way to do it. If you're competing, you need to be making sure you're doing endurance training, you're doing strength training, you're doing rehearsals for certain types of movements. So there are there is a science to that as well. But as I've become probably slightly less competitive in the last year, I'd say, especially with COVID, it's given me the chance to just 
be a bit free and enjoy enjoy moving around and mm. that gives so much solace to the mind so that if you if you you know troubleshooting we talk about troubleshooting all the time if you've got a problem and you can't get over it well actually go away do something completely off piece come back and guess what you'll probably be able to deal with it won't you and yeah, that's kind so of true. my my mm. off piece type of thing mm. um and you know, unfortunately, with dentistry, sometimes we end up, you know, you 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 treat a lot of patients all day long, and then you'll probably be doing a course on in mm. the evening, or you'll be doing a course somewhere, or you'll be going on a conference, or you'll be discussing interdisciplinary treatment planning. It all becomes so insular and so mm. in sort of inbred, not in the bad way, but you know, you're all just with dentists all the time or dental professionals. Um, you, you, this takes me out of it. This takes me out of the whole circle. Yeah, um, and, and which sure, is something when I need. you're doing the sculpt training, does that sort of give you? Uh, almost a, a sort of halfway house to get your creativity out onto onto that. So whilst you're not throwing shapes, but you're sort of you are throwing shapes on a on yeah, exactly. showing something. On is that how it sort on, of on works? Composite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sculpt um, is a so for for those that may or may not know, it's a, a program that I've come up with over the years. I've been doing lots of education, and I've systemized in my own mind and my own way how we can restore posterior teeth. Um, and, and, and copy the anatomy that was given to us so that rather than being a, right, it's actually the anatomy that's carved into the teeth. And I created this sort of system, which allows, which allows for telecommunication. So we're on Zoom ex- as an example. Um, and people get to tune in live and the sessions are recorded. So those that miss them get the chance, but it means that we send a, like a subscription box out to people and they get to just join along really. Um, and yeah, exactly that. It, it is allowing me because I've done so much sort of, I suppose, homework or background work. I get to start being manually dexterously mm. creative as opposed to creative in terms of other ways. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, has been a revelation for us actually. And we've had such, such great feedback for it. Um, uh, we're still not exactly where we need to be in terms of the infrastructure, uh, unfortunately, but actually we're, 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 we're sold out. What's standing out for me is is the the word expression kind of jumps to mind because because it's it's expression in terms of you know the expressive works through you know sculpt composite and that and there's expression through dance it's mm. it's a need to express who you are you know either professionally or or, or through kind of dance in my head I've sort of got this idea of you know that, that sometimes you get oil that that comes through and it sort of it seeps up through yeah. the the ground and it finds a way even if someone stops it it sort of finds another way to come up and that's yeah. that's what I'm sort of seeing is that you've got this that, that's that's part of your core and your being yeah. and ultimately it's going to find its way somewhere yeah. in no matter yeah, what you're doing it's sort of like oh there it is yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a mega <laughs> analogy that's a mega analogy actually I like that because it is uh, you know I don't and, and I think you know we've talked about this at length haven't we Andy you know we I don't express the way I am for the sake of um, for the sake of others and, and that's really really important it's not I don't choose uh, sock colour or pocket square colour or the way I dress for the sake of others you know mm-hmm. I was having a, I was having a, a bit of a bit of joy joyous banter with someone online uh, last week about 
the clothes that you wear and you know why you wear them whatever and um you know there was a comment about um oh i i'm not going to wear it because so and so says i shouldn't and this that and the other and whatever and it, like i said it was totally harmless it was a it was a but the words rodeo clown were used to explain my dresses so, <laughs> <laughs> it was complete banter until the phrase rodeo clown turned up and it's like what yeah, thanks for that. I was like, yeah. Listen, chat, we need to have a word, don't we? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was all in, it's all in light. But the point I was, I was making is, is whatever you choose to do, or however you choose to express yourself, or whatever personality traits you have, provided that the number one intention, and I think this is probably one of the main things. But if I was going to use a key word for today, it's all about intention. Mm. If your intention is to be free or express who you are for the sake of yourself, not because of society that's what i think um speaks volumes um yeah. if your intention is good for the patient and it doesn't go quite right the patient will sense that and and yeah. there's so much crossover mm. in in things because i mean you know things don't go you know to plan all the time of course they don't um, um anyone that says they do are, are, are frankly lying um, i was going to say i think they're either lying or, or they're not doing things they're somebody yeah, who just yeah. sits on the sideline and, and pass commentary we talk a lot about um physical health and we talk about, about mental health, but it would be wonderful if we could get to a stage in life where we just talked about health because it's all joined up. It's it's not That's one right. or the other. Mm. And have you had periods in your life where you've not been as physically active as you'd like to be or you are? And has that had an impact on your mental health? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And I like that because it is just health. The body is one system. Mm. It can be segmentalized or compartmentalized into different systems to simplify it. But in essence, it's one being. Um, and, and, you know, um, I was, I was with Corey Ferran, as, as you guys know, massive mentor, a huge inspiration to me and, and actually a leader of the profession in the UK, um, if not the world. And he talked about an analogy that you've got a, you've got a stone in your shoe. Okay. You've got a stone in your shoe and that slightly puts your knee out on one side. And then what that does is the opposite side of the back starts hurting because there's this reverberation effect. You compensate, on, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're compensating on other things. And yeah, I mean, I, I think there have been times where I'm not as physically active. I mean, even lockdowns are probably an example. Despite us trying to do wee break fit and, and keeping relatively fit, I was definitely not training. But I, I'd say probably a year, a year before that, I definitely wasn't training at the level that I was used to. And you just slowly feel this, I don't know how to put it. It's like this impending doom because you can't, you, you're not releasing the excess energy or the excess, or you're not receiving the normal amount of uh, endorphins that you would or whatever. And, you know, strangely, my, my, my mum's mum, my grandmother, she said to me, she said, oh, you need to, you need to cut all this training stuff out. Right. So she said it, it was about 2060. She's like, sack it off. It's just, it's a waste of your time. I was like, I don't quite understand. And she had so much, re so much um, intelligence behind this comment. She's like, there's going to come a day where you can't do it to the level that you're doing it. And you're going to get really down about it. And I was like, no, 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 whatever. And now like five years later, I'm like, <clears throat> you will, you will. Yeah. If you have caffeine every day, you operate, uh, you upregulate the number of receptors in your brain. So that if you don't have caffeine, you're always sluggish. The same thing applies for your life. If you're not active, if you're really usually quite active and then you go through a three week lull, everything's so much heavier. Everything's so much more laborious. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's tough. 
But then again, when you're, you know, you're maximizing your physical, other things start failing as well. So you might not be able mm. to attend conferences, courses, and it's been a balance. It's like ebbs and flows. It's hard to fit it all in, isn't it? I think is the, the issue yeah. when you're so busy and, you know, and life just takes over. I was going to say, how do you it's do It's a terrible that? excuse, really. Well, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's because everybody is so busy. It's easy to give yourself permission not to do these things. Mm. And, you know, at the, at the start of our talk, I listed out all the things you're involved in. So how do you... How do you build into your core routine time to make sure that this happens? Because I'm a firm believer that if it's important to us, we'll do it. And if it isn't, we make an excuse. Yeah. I think it's, it's one or the other because we've all got the time available. It's just where we employ that time. You know, we spend, yeah. I don't know, half an hour on Instagram. Well, don't do that. What could you do with that half an hour? But how, how do you build that into your core routine? I mean, that's that, that's probably quite a, a, an apt example. Um Going back to the beginning part of the question, the way that you do it is 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 incredibly difficult. And I touched on it in just the last thing, the ebbs and flows, right? You have to accept at certain points, you're going to have much more terms of clinical commitment. You have to accept at certain points, for me, it's August and September, where you're going to have much more familial commitment. You have to accept at certain times, you're going to have much more physical commitment. Now, I suppose the most important thing um, and this applies to clinical dentistry as well. If you have a baseline core of things that you have to do as a minimum in a week, and you know, when you start specifying it into days, it becomes almost undoable. It's, it's unmanageable because mm-hmm. you're like, you get yourself down if you've got too many targets and you can't reach them each day. Um, if you've got like a week and you know you've got X amount of hours in that week, you know that in that I have to squeeze in X. I have to squeeze in a gym session or two, or I need to go and run some things near my stairs, as you see on my videos, right? I'm in my little communal area, just doing whatever. And I'm sure my, 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 um, the people in my apartment block think, Oh my God, he's just some sad case that sits in the stairway all the time, randomly. Um, as long as you're not rocking matters of forward. It's always rocking. I bet people are like, does he actually even live here? He's like, he's been kicked out by his wife again. I mean, that's the third time today. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, you got a key. Show me your key. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Um, no, but, uh, you know, I think y- you have to cut out that, that, that fat time, do you know, the time that you're just sitting there not doing anything or the time where you just sit, oh, do you know what? I just want to be on social for 10 minutes or, and, and, you know, the, inc- and, it, you know, let's use, but let's use Formula One as an example, right? Formula One from two, from 1990 to 2020 has not had any major, massive changes. Every year it's been incremental. And it's the sum of those incremental steps that's created a massive change, a whirlwind change in, in if you look at 1990 to 2020. But it's the fact that you have a baseline and you constantly keep ebbing away and f- refining that model. Mm. And you know, we're always in search of these really big haymaker type steps that are going to change your life. It doesn't they don't work. Exist. They don't they, exist. They don't. And if you get them, you're lucky. It will go as soon as it comes. You know, it's um, but also, I think it's a consistency thing. But I just find yeah. it intriguing that, you know, people take their car for a service once a year. They'll take their pets to the vet for an annual checkup. Yet ourselves, 
we don't mm. look after ourselves with the same routine, methodical yeah. care and attention that we do other things. Well, do you remember that someone said to us once? It was quite a fascinating one. Was, um, this is where I not not show my dental knowledge. How many teeth have you? Is it 32? If you've got wisdom teeth, yes, it is. Yeah, and, and I remember someone saying to me that they, they were an implantologist and they said, you know, if basically every person valued their tooth at £2,000 a throw, I bet you at 64000 they'd look after their teeth a lot better than they actually do. And I think it's a, a fascinating one that, as you say, we sort of, we take our health for granted, don't yeah. we? Uh, you know, we, we, we only know ourselves that we're, you know, poor, uh, poor Liz, you know, yeah. the, the experience that happened with her partner. We're, we're here one day, we're gone tomorrow. So it's quite and, interesting. And it's, always, it's always that, oh, it'll be all right. You yeah, know, yeah. that type of attitude. And it's like, no, it won't. It won't. It won't. I don't, I try not to have that attitude clinically. I try not to have that attitude mentally. I try not to have that with my family. Oh, they'll understand. Or, you know, oh, that'll be all right. You know, it won't matter. It always matters. If it will give it crossed your mind, it matters. It's how mm. you deal with it crossing your mind is, is the thing that goes forwards. Mm. Mm. And would you say, uh, this is a very difficult thing for you to answer, but uh, would you say you're a better dentist as a result of, of being mm. sharp? Good question. Has it, has it made you a better dentist? Categorically, yes. Categorically, yes. Can you, no, quantify, even... can you quantify how and why? Yeah, yeah. So, um, frankly, any sort of exercise is, are not going to make your hands more able to do what they can do, right? There's an element of genetics and the things that you've done environmentally, like if you've done art or whatever, that are going to make you what you, uh, uh, what you do. But it's really, really well documented that if you are of a higher level of fitness, as an example, your ability to cope with this stress strain plot or mechanism is significantly improved. Okay, so already just purely on challenges that are going to come up in your life, you're already better well adapted. As soon as that stress comes on, your cardiovascular system is probably more equipped to get the blood pumping around the body into the brain to be able to come up with a logical decision. So even on a scientific level, that applies. But it's the fact that I have that chance to step out of the exact the exact um, life. It is my life. You know, um, we treat patients, you know, four or five times a, a week, uh, uh, sort of um, at, at work four or five times a week. Um, you're writing letters every day, probably after work, you're doing your photos, you're doing presentations, you're doing podcast, whatever it is, you're completely, completely immersed within this, this world. And if you keep batting away at it, eventually you'll get through all your goals. And then what? And then what? And what are you going to do then? Yeah. And it's then when people fall off or they search for something more, I don't know, um, exuberant to, to challenge their mind and all that sort of stuff. And actually, if, if you know it works, it works. And, uh, you know, dancing isn't the only example. You know, there's there's people that do boxing at a competitive level. Um, there's people that do martial arts competitive level. I know people play football at quite a competitive level. Um, and it's all of it. Whether you play competitive or not, it's just the fact that you're getting blood through mm. the muscular channels, through the veins, through every part of your brain, pumping hard and feeling pretty awful for it at the time feeling fantastic about it maybe that day or even a week later mm. i think it's that thing you know you never regret a session 
whether it's no. cycling, apart from reviewing yourself, yeah, yeah, that's the one you shouldn't have done. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, but no, right. I think I think dentists, um, obviously, selling practices, we we get people selling for a whole host of different reasons. But some people do just because their body's worn out, their neck and their back problems. You know, it's it's you know you, you know, okay. There's great ergonomic seats and there's designed to help you, but you do end up sitting for long periods in a fairly unnatural position, and that takes its toll on on your body. So having a degree of physical fitness has to prolong the, the the life of your career, but also give you that core strength to make sure that you are supporting yourself as well as possible. And you know, and that's that's really really big, isn't it? Because I've seen people that at the age of you know fifty seven, I think it was. Yeah, and and that's the biggest one of the biggest occupational hazards that we have, right, um, within dentistry. And you know, I mean. Dentistry is a particularly manually laborious task and it's quite taxing on the body. And you're right, we're, we're in positions that, mm. and frozen in those positions, actually. Mm. And the injury doesn't happen because you've been, the tension's been building up for all that time. All of a sudden you turn and then it's gone. It's gone. Um, one other thing that I used to do quite a lot of was I tried to get sports massages once, in, once a month just to try and release. And, and that, I mean, not one part of that was ever enjoyable, ever. <laughs> like every time I've ever gone, it's been like, oh my God, I'm in pain. And I'm like, but you know, you want them to go hard, obviously. Um, yeah, when they and, ask and that, that, when they, that when they, ask that line, they, always, they always say, is that, is, is, is that firm enough or do you want it firmer? And you go, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like, firmer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that I found also supplemented being physically active and also being physically um physically static. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I hope that the listeners take a lot from this because there'll be there'll be young listeners and, and, and there'll be old listeners. And I think that looking after ourselves physically, the crossover to our mental well-being is huge. Um it, it releases endorphins it makes you more creative i think there's so many aspects and i think that the tricky thing for people is, is the start is how do you start you know how do you build it into your routine and i think that thing you were saying it's about you just start small you know don't try and do anything too big just build something mm. easy into your routine see how that goes and then build out from there and you know it's, it's also really really well documented um lots of people like going on diets to try and do weight loss yeah Right. And they'll read somewhere that you need to consume 1400 calories a day, despite your, so you're in a calorie deficit so that, um, you lose weight, obviously, but your normal intake is 2600 as an example. It's like, as soon as you go down to 1400, it hits the body so hard. You just say, I can't do it. Mm. You just give up. You mm. just give up. If you over six months said to yourself, right, from 20, I'm going to go from 2600 to 2200 to, you know, 2000 get down to, and if you get to 1800, let's say you don't even get to the 1400. Yeah. You've already made 60% of the journey to your goal. Mm. And I think that's still a positive direction. And, you know, we talk about, I think we've talked about it quite, quite, uh, in quite a lot of depth, that goal setting is so important in your life, yeah. but it can be equally as toxic, can't it? Because actually you're like, Oh, but I need to get it. And as dentists, and I'm sure as you guys are as well, you're, you're really committed to trying to achieve because you're high achievers, you know, you need to get certain grades to get into dental school. You need to pass really difficult exams. Um, you know, it's always about achieving. And actually, and I, I have to take the lesson from this myself, 
it's about enjoying the journey a little bit. And I'm mm-hmm. not good at that. If, if I was going to talk about my flaw as a person, I never can sit back and say to myself, I enjoyed the journey in anything I've done. It's always been like, I've got to smash it out. Mm-hmm. I've got to bang it out. And that's the, the, the personality disorder side of trying to be so yeah. organized, you know, everything is in balance, yin and yang, and it's all good being so um, regimental and so conducive to your tone, make sure you're compartmentalizing, but the disadvantage I think is when you don't hit an achievement. I think, I think you are on the goals. I think that whilst, you know, they should inspire you to achieve, a, you know, a target, they also have to be realistic enough to encourage you because if it's all just inspiration and it's beyond your reach, it just becomes demotivating. I think it, that's I right. think enjoy the journey. I think that's the great. Yeah, I, I did one on some fitness thing. I'm still doing it, and I've lost four stone, mm. which is pretty cool. And, I, and I, uh, when my wife and I went away last year, we walked from one wherever we were to some other place along the hills <laughs> and things. And when we looked at it, we'd walked something like twelve miles. Now, if you'd have asked me before, did I fancy walking twelve miles? Yeah. I'd have said no. I think I'd be alright in the twelve miles. And you I can ask it, me today, mate. I'll be like. That. <laughs> <laughs> you could dance 12 miles now that'll yeah, be yeah, interesting that, that, that sounds like a charity event to me yes <laughs> put me in it guys just saying throw it out there <laughs> just saying just saying but it is it's the, but i think the, the really important one you was you said shows is enjoy the journey mm. you know that the danger is isn't it we spend so long trying to uh, or energy is trying to get somewhere but do we, one, look back where we came from, mm. or more importantly, did we experience it while we were doing it? And I think that's the... And also, really I think cool sometimes one. when you actually achieve the place you want to be at, you know, I've, I listen to lots of podcasts with um, high-performing sports people and the like, and when you hear them, you know, they've won the European Cup or the World Cup, in that moment when they win there's this kind of empty feeling of I've done it. What, what next? What, next? What, what, yeah. what now? And if you haven't enjoyed all the training and preparation and yeah. games and everything, when you actually achieve the thing that matters so much to you, it, it, it may not actually deliver, no, it's true. Deli- deliver the goods. You know, you know, um, um, I went to a really interesting um, dance workshop with someone, his name's Promo and he's from Canada. Right. And, um, you know, the, the, the really wonderful thing about breaking in general is you meet people from all walks of life and all strains of cloth, you know, um, uh, and they really break things down in a different way. And he and he started, he, he finished his, his, we did a workshop, so he was teaching us stuff and moves and whatever, and it was fantastic. And the thing that got me the most, right, was at the end, he's like, you just need to be at the time. And, and I was like, okay, cool, I've heard that before. And he's like, look, you know, when you're, when you're in the gym, or, or when you're in the practice or when you're doing preparations or whatever, you're always preparing for that, that event. Let's use dance as an example. You're in the gym, you're training because you know you've got an event. Your mindset is at the event I'm going to, right? Then you get to the event. So you're always looking into the future. You get to the event and you're like, right, so I've nailed this at training a thousand times. And you're looking into the past. And you're never really there present at the moment in the moment. Mm, and I yes. thought when I heard that, I was like, that, that, that just, that just summarized pretty much my whole life. I was like, that's exactly it, isn't it? We, I never really, and I, I'm really bad at trying to enjoy the journey. I'm really, I, I push myself to perform to as high a level that are in my, is in my ability, not against anyone else, just in my ability. Mm. Um, 
but that takes a lot of out of you. And you're like, yeah, in the future, oh yeah, I need to get to this, and I want to get to this goal. And, blah, 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 blah. and when you get there, you're like, yeah, but when I did it, I was doing this, and blah, 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 yeah, but I need to get. And and actually, I don't even go back to the past. I'm always just looking to the future again. Mm. Um, so you're never really there in the moment. It's a really good lesson. Oh my god! When I and because like I said, these guys may may not have done any sort of education that's scientific. They might have done art. They might not do education. I mean, they could be a milkman. There's no background of what they do in life. And when they come out with stuff like that, you're like, mm. you know, it's like, oh, and you're like, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I I need to enjoy the journey one for more. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll be saying that in five years' time. <laughs> Sure, you will be. Sure, it's been a fascinating, fascinating conversation. Yeah, I've, really I've, I've really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Let, to, to finish up, we often ask our guests a question or two. So, if yeah. you could meet anyone, you can meet anyone um, still with us, passed away, fictional, real. Who would you? Who would you meet if you were just given the opportunity to sit down with somebody for an hour? Um, who would I want to sit down with? I'd probably want to sit down with. Uh, Ertin Senna. Oh, oh okay. Ertin yeah. Senna. Um, for those that know or don't know, Ertin Senna was a Formula One driver and unfortunately passed away from a really, a really what looked like a very, very small crash, but yeah. in the wrong way. And yeah. he had this um, just behavior that was absolutely indicative of wanting to, you know, this marginal gains thing, yeah. everything, just critically analyzing everything. And just, like, just, you know, like when you see the matrix, the lines coming down, right? <laughs> it's like he would break it down in that way. Sounds so Ersin Senna is someone I'd probably want to pick the brains off uh, and sit down and I would just chat to. He, would be, be he would be fascinating. Yeah, he would be fascinating. He, he would be a very interesting. I mentioned uh, science fiction there because Andy doesn't do science fiction. So he's probably never seen the matrix. Sure. <laughs> I've, I've, I've not seen it. I was acting like his interpreter for him. <laughs> yeah. so, so you are in the Matrix. Oh, don't even go there because I'll just get really confused. <laughs> no, I think, I think I might have to do some reading up on this thing. Yeah, it's great. Place. There's no aliens. So no, no, I do know. No I think Keanu Reeves is in it. He is a good man. Yeah, well, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's well, in fact, well, they're making another one, I think. Well, he's not too bad. They are. It's, 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 it's been recorded. It's been recorded. Again, they're, they're making a fourth one, aren't they? So yeah. I'm well behind then. Perhaps I need to finish this podcast and go and watch The Matrix. Yeah. The give you, well, you need to give yourself 12 hours, mate. Yeah, so give yourself a while. I do last a long time. Yeah. But they're very yeah. good. Lovely. Well, honestly, as I think our listeners are going to get loads from this. I think they're going to be able to look at their own world, look at their life and make some little fractional adjustments and they'll be better for it. Really appreciate your time. Um, I Any know time. you're a busy guy. It's been, it's yeah, been really it's good catching up with you and uh, no doubt we'll get to speak soon. Thank you so much. And yeah, keep thanks. doing what you're doing, guys. It's really great what you're doing for the profession. I know you guys obviously support practices and clinicians and financial and all of this stuff and all of your branches, but um, the profession needs more more people like you that are just kind, considerate, giving, uh, sharing their knowledge and not being precious about about resources, but obviously still still making a living and, and, and working hard. So thank you so much for all your support no, in the profession. No, we, we, really appreciate no, yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Lovely. Very nice of you. Yeah. Thank you very much. A bit like a loving. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be hugging you if I could right now. I'd be like, oh, like get in yeah, there. Virtual hugs. Virtual uh, yeah. hugs. <laughs> Brilliant. No, thank you so much. No, look cheers, 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 thank you, man. Cheers, Bye-bye. What an intriguing conversation with Shiraz talking about the power of exercise. Is it? Is it? Absolute legend, isn't it? I'll tell you what surprised me was the fact that he took up break, break dance in 2007. I thought he was going to say, like, from when I was 12 or something. Yeah. 
it's a it's an unusual one to take up, isn't yeah, it? You know, yeah. people take up know, football. What do take up football? You know, might take up arts or mm. archery or something like that. But to take up break dancing, but it, it meant so much. <laughs> I think when we were talking, I used the word it, it was an expression, and then he said it's about intention. Mm. It's about having the intention to do something. But I also took a, a really strong message about the physical health and the mental health yeah. and it's all just health and he was saying that for him being you know positively involved in exercise has actually made him a better dentist as yes. well yeah which yeah. was amazing one without the other doesn't yeah. work but no I, it was brilliant really yeah. good no, again really very relaxed really informative yeah. thank yeah, you for listening to this episode of dentology where we discuss the business of dentistry if you like what you heard, please do subscribe where you found this episode. That would be amazing. And also follow us on Instagram.